0: Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome. sick every minute counts so don't go anywhere go to dispatchhealth.com where high quality medical care comes directly to you no getting out of a sick bed no crazy driving to an emergency room no endless paperwork no hospital waiting rooms visit dispatchhealth.com to learn about our medical professionals then make house calls dispatch health is covered by medicare and most major insurance go to dispatchhealth.com
1: of the discussion, and hit the issues you typically find reluctant. Remove the facade to fill the gap with some substance. We undermining problems, expecting the overcome it. Please hold the applause. We doing it for the cause. People follow culture before they follow the laws. we rather face the friction and not attempt it at all. Persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves. There's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing. Both for folks who stay woke and know to be dreaming. We ain't slaves, yet we still ain't experience freedom. What well, we need is the keys to access the kingdom. We all in this fallen world trying to stay intact. I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at. So follow the bread breadcrumbs
2: like Hansel and Gretz and thank Yogi Bear and the thought engineer for that all.
1: Talk Mondays. We are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you're ready. Yes, yes, yes,
3: yes, yes. You're ready. Yes, yes, I'm ready.
1: I'm ready. (laughs) I am Derek, the thought engineer here with my man, comedian John
3: Yogi. What to do? What to do? What to do? I'm ready. D, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I I am ready. Hope the people are ready. I
1: just they ain't
3: ready. People, you don't think they're ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't have no idea the information that's about to be poured oh, all over them. They're not ready for that. They're not yeah. ready for that day. They're not ready. Wow. Well, I need them to get ready because it's, it's about to be on
1: in here. Yes. But real quick, let me just remind everybody, this is Man Talk Mondays. It's an open forum where we talk about everything from religion to politics to relationships. But of course, we're doing this from a man's perspective. Now, keep in mind, like we tell you, this is not just for men. We want everybody to participate, men, women, boys, and girls. You can join into the conversation. Now, how you do this, you simply go into the comments, drop your comment, drop your question. We can see this, and this is how you interact with us. This is how you talk to us. But by all means, let's talk, right? I think we got something good to talk about tonight. So we definitely want to hear from you, right? We're not gonna waste any time. Now, if you've been watching the show, you know we've been talking about, talked about a few weeks ago. We talked about what we call limp conversations. Yes. Limp conversations, right? So these are conversations that men find hard to have. This is not what- me, not me. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, these are conversations men find hard to have. We came to the conclusion that there's one particular area that men find it real hard to talk about. And so we decided, let's get some expert opinion, some expert knowledge, somebody who knows what he's talking about. And so for this week's man, talk about it. This is going to be Limp Conversations, the expert edition. We're bringing an expert on to talk to us. And before we get into that, let me say make sure you like, share, subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. You can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, Overcast, wherever you go to listen to podcasts, you can find our podcast there. But by all means, go and take a listen. We got some great content out there, and this will be great as well so you want to go back and listen to this on top of that you can also you can catch us on bs3 tv on roku right so if you have a roku tv or you have a roku device attached to your tv go and search for the bs3 tv channel and you will find man talk mondays on the bs3 tv channel we about to blow up Mama, I made it to television. I am on television. The country boy from Louisiana is on television. Yes, sir. Don't make it big. Don't make it (laughs) big. All right, we got Mr. Ivan. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everybody watching, everybody listening. All right. So we're not gonna waste any time. We're gonna get into this. Limp Conversations Expert Edition. We're trying to help somebody. We're trying to help somebody. So in order to help you properly. We had to bring somebody who had some real knowledge about this. So joining us tonight, joining us tonight, we have Dr. Judson Brandeis. He's an award-winning urologist and a, and a sexual health medicine expert.
3: We brought an expert in for you guys. Right? That's how much we think about the people. We went and got an expert to bring them in. Because I can give you my opinion, but it's just what my friend had told me. It ain't no expert, just what my friend had told me. We went and got a doctor for you guys.
4: Huh? Huh?
1: So, real quick, Dr. Brandeis, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being here with us
5: today. How are you feeling tonight? Oh man, what a pleasure to be on Man Talk Mondays. I feel like I've I've reached the top now. Well, we get that again. I'm at the pinnacle. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right. So, real
1: quick, Doctor Brandeis is, like I said, he's an award-winning urologist. And men listening, you know what that is. You know what a urologist <laughs> is. <what> you <laughs> if you don't, yeah. you in probably been in a lot of places. <laughs> 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 so so real quick, Dr. Brandeis, just kind of give them some information about you and what it is that you do.
5: Sure. So I, uh, I went to Vanderbilt for medical school, so down south. And then I went to Harvard to do a research fellowship. And then I went to UCLA to train in surgery and then also surgical residency. I've been in urology practice for 20 years. I helped pioneer surgical robotics. And about three years ago, I became really interested in regenerative urology. So basically how to rebuild blood vessels to the penis for men that no longer are able to be physically intimate. And I'm pioneering uh, shockwave therapy and platelet-rich plasma, stem cells, and a whole host of other regenerative treatments so that men can achieve physical intimacy again at an age where they thought it wasn't possible. Now we, we talked about in our conversations about limp
1: conversations, how this is a difficult topic for men to deal with, for men to address. You and
5: think? <laughs> right, yeah, right. Guys no, are no, coming at the locker room going, hey dude, I couldn't get it up last <laughs> night. <laughs> that is <laughs> not you want to come on over body and body take body care body. of my wife for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're no, definitely no not. The list. A, no, the list. no. <laughs> no but, they come yeah. in with a bravado. They're like, oh yeah, no problem. You know, it was uh, exactly. I was really disappointed. I only got it six times last night, not seven times.
1: Right, right. And <laughs> right. we all know we just <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be truthful and get men some real help. So you created a valuable resource for men a super valuable resource and we just kind of want you to talk about that resource that you create
5: yeah so i take care of men i don't have women patients i used to have women patients but three years ago i really decided to focus on men and really on men over the age of 35 and really 35 40 that's when things begin to change So there was a huge study called the Massachusetts men aging study. And what that showed is that 40% of men in their forties have some degree of erectile dysfunction, 50% of men in their fifties, 60% of men in their sixties, 70% of men in their seventies. So these are really common problems, whether men admit it or not, they're common problems. And think about it this way. So, When you're in your 20s, you wake up every morning with a morning erection, right? Morning wood. When you're in your 50s, you probably don't wake up every morning with a morning erection. Mm -hmm. Okay. So somewhere along the line, there's a transition. Hmm. And Hmm. getting an erection is a function of circulation. It's a function of blood flow. And at one point or another, the blood flow to the periphery, to the To the toes, to the fingers, to the penis is not as good as it used to be. And so, really, the first sign that you're not getting as much blood flow to the penis is when you lose nighttime erections. You're not waking up every morning with an erection. The next question. I got a question. Yeah. (laughs) My friend told me to ask you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What if you get it sometimes? Yeah. I mean, you can get it sometimes. It depends on a number of things. It depends on how much sleep you're getting, how much exercise you're getting, how Mm. you're eating, um, your overall physical condition. And the other thing is you're getting nighttime erections during REM sleep, right? So the the purpose of nighttime erections, God gives you nighttime erections to keep your penis in shape, right? Mm. To keep oxygenated blood going into the penis. Okay. You ever see that TV show, Naked and Afraid? Yeah, I've heard of yeah. it. I haven't yeah, yeah, it. heard of it. All right. So mm-hmm. like a hot looking uh, guy and a hot looking girl mm-hmm. get dumped into the jungle with like a machete and, uh, uh, you know, a bow and arrow or something, like something to make fire. Right. And they're dumped in there for 30 days. And not once in all of the seasons of Naked and Afraid have I ever seen the guy and the girl hook up, even though they're naked and in the forest together. Right. Because Uh they're trying to get food and they're trying to make shelter and they're trying to, to fight off animals. But the thing is, right, if you're not getting erections during the day, how are you keeping your penis healthy? And the way that you keep your penis healthy is at night. Every time you go into REM sleep, that's the dreaming sleep. You get an erection. So you get 30 to 60 minutes of erection. See, John is like. Damn, I'm learning all sorts of stuff. This oh. guy's just blowing my mind.
1: Because when you think when you think about health and your physical health, you just—I don't know if we include this—and because because when we talked about limp conversations, we were talking about how we're talking about men and women, husbands and wives having that interaction with each other, and when that gets disrupted, the kind of problems it can cause in America
5: and I know guys are dealing with this and we're suffering in silence. Yeah, based. yeah. But Derek, okay. This if 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 people take away one thing from the whole podcast, this is it. Okay? Erectile function and dysfunction precedes cardiovascular disease by 5 or 10 years. Okay. Oh, wow. So the blood vessels wow. that go to the penis are 1 to 2 millimeters in size. Uh-huh. The blood vessels that go to the heart are three to four millimeters in size. So which gets clogged first? The, the small blood vessels. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the statistics say that within five or 10 years of developing erectile dysfunction, you're going to begin to develop cardiovascular disease, right? Oh, so wow. if, if a guy, you know, is striking out with his wife or his girlfriend And he sticks his head in the sand and says, oh, you know, no big deal, right? He's missing an important warning sign. And a lot of times I'll get guys that come to my office and I'll send them for coronary calcium scans or stress tests or vascular studies, and I'll find cardiovascular disease. And one quarter of men, the first sign of cardiovascular disease, sudden death. What? <laughs> Let's see. That's a, you know, Elizabeth, this is the big one, right? <laughs> but oh, you, know,
3: man, you know, it's funny. I can believe that because once your woman, once you can't please your woman, you dead on the end. <laughs> <of India. laughs> so you soon to die on the outside because you no more good. I mean, think yeah. about it. Because once you've accepted that you can't do it and you just you don't try to do anything about it. Man, that is tough. It is. Because that's 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 how we pound on our chest. Now you've taken the very thing that yeah. makes me beat up my chest well, and feel you know, like a man.
5: I mean, John, you're onto something because there's a high correlation, a 50% correlation between depression and erectile dysfunction. And what? we don't know if the chicken causes the egg or the egg causes the chicken. But at least 50% of men with erectile dysfunction are depressed and at least 50% of depressed men have erectile dysfunction. Oh, right, so God. it's it, it's something that's really central to a man's self worth, self confidence, mm-hmm. psyche, and yeah. when you lose that ability to get an erection and to please your 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 partner, um, you you lose a piece of yourself. You really do. I mean, we all know that. So is this where a porno comes in? When do we start to get? When? Excuse
3: me, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. When uh-huh. can you? So <laughs> when did you bring
5: other things in to kind of help? Oh is, there, oh, is there a such name? Well, okay. So men get turned on different ways. So men get turned on visually. Mm-hmm. Men get turned on sort of mentally, so you can mm-hmm. fantasize. Or men get turned on either through touch. Right? So that's one of the possible three ways that you can excite a man. But we're talking more about the – there's two parts of it. There's the signal and the pipes remember because erections are a function of blood flow so, so the pipes. one you have to turn on the blood flow okay and then the other is you have pipes that you have to get the blood flow through so okay. you know if uh, i've been to louisiana i've been to jazz fest and i know those fried beignets and all that kind of uh, awesome food that you have down there but you mm. know that's that's enough to clog an artery you know oh, you yeah. spend three weeks down there and, and uh And uh, Nashville sausage, bits and gravy, uh, biscuits and gravy. I mean, uh, you you really, if you want to maintain good erectile function, it's a question of maintaining good health. It's maintaining low cholesterol. It's eating high protein, low fat. Uh, It's exercise. It's keeping the cardiovascular system, the heart and the blood vessels pumping so that you're able to pump blood out to the periphery. But I don't want to play the race card.
3: But I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pull it out uh, this time. <laughs> That's okay. But as black as black men, uh-huh. don't we 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 are we born with uh with high blood pressure? We born with a pork chop <laughs> in our in our hand when we born. I mean, really, we we born with high blood pressure because it's it's either our mother had or our father, somebody had it. So so what? So wouldn't that be more difficult for us to maintain good health if we automatically born with pre-con- preconceived conditions? resistant conditions. That's what
5: I mean. Yeah. So I I completely agree with you that uh, African-American men have a much higher incidence of high blood pressure. They also have a higher incidence of diabetes. They also have a higher incidence of prostate cancer. Those are three things that can affect erectile function. But, you know, we're all born with stuff and Mm -hmm. it's how we deal with it and how we manage it. And, uh, you know, African-American men, really need to be on top of the blood pressure. Cause let me, I'll let, can I explain blood pressure to you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right. So your heart's a pump, right? And it pumps blood through the blood vessels throughout your body. Okay. So if your blood vessels begin to narrow, what happens to the heart? Heart's got to pump harder, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then, the heart pumps harder because you have two blood pressure monitors in your body. One is in your neck and the carotid artery and the other is in your kidney. Right. And that's in the, what we call the central circulation. So you go to your primary care doctor, your doctor says, listen, John, you got high blood pressure. I'm going to have to put you on a blood pressure medication. And you're like, Oh, that's cool. You know, I'm I'm good with that. So what that blood pressure medication is going to do, it's going to open up those blood vessels in the central circulation so that now the the carotid bodies in your in your neck and the kidney are sensing lower blood pressure because the blood vessels are opening up so guess what the heart's like oh that's cool you know i don't have to pump as hard so then the heart's not pumping as hard guess what happens to happen? so the blood pressure goes down okay oh, wow. but then you got the penis right and the penis is out there in, in the periphery going hey what happened to my blood flow? Oh, right. Cause the heart and the heart's like, well, you know, they told me I don't have to pump as hard. Oh, wow. And the, and the, you know, the, the neck and the kidney are like, well, you know, we're cool. We got enough blood pressure and the penis and the toes and the fingers are like, you know, give me some love. (laughs) You know, Clean. I'm not getting blood flow. Blood <laughs> if you, yeah. yeah. Come on. So, That's no, no. I, I wow. challenge all your listeners go read your blood pressure medication uh, package insert. I guarantee you, any blood pressure medication any of your listeners is on is going to have a little thing that says will cause erectile dysfunction because it decreases blood flow to the periphery. So, really, what you want to do is Monitor your blood pressure and eat healthy, decrease Mm -hmm. the amount of salt that you take in, exercise, try to reduce stress, anything that you can do to reduce your blood pressure. Because once you get on those blood pressure medications, you're on a, a, a train that will take you to erectile dysfunction lab. Oh, wow. Well,
1: let me, um, uh, real quick, real quick. Real quick. Okay, let me ahead. do this.
6: <laughs> yeah. Anybody listen,
1: anybody listen, if you have a man in your life, if you are a man and you got friends, I know they didn't tell you about it, but guarantee you somebody's dealing with some stuff. Go get them, send them a message, tell them to hop on real quick. They need to hear what Dr. Brandeis is talking about. They need to hear what he's saying. And listen- This is this is what it is. The 21st century man. This is the resource that he created. And I'm going to let him describe what it is. As I know, we're going to get into some more stuff. I need him to describe this resource and what it is and how to use it. So real quick, Dr. Brandeis, if you
5: just kind of let people know what this is and how to use it. Yeah. So a couple of things. One, 100 years ago, women lived one year longer than men. Now, women live five years longer than men. Is that because they be nagging (laughs) us?
3: Okay, y'all go ahead. I'm sorry. That's
5: part of it. (laughs) Uh, The second thing, men are not living as long as they were 15 years ago. That's a big deal. That is a really, really big deal. With all the medical technology we have, Men are dying from alcohol, opioids, and suicides. Wow. That's a really, really big deal. And men are much less likely than women to go to the doctor. Okay? Men do things that are much more risky than women. Men have occupations that are riskier than women. Okay? And we need to, as, as men... We have to take better care of ourselves. ourselves. And so what I created created was a resource resource for men to take care care of themselves. It's 101 chapters chapters. of everything that you need to know for men's health. And it's not just physical health. It's emotional health. It's mental health. It's got chapters chapters on anxiety, depression, Depression. work-life balance, vitality. It's got chapters in there by therapists on listening. It's got a chapter by a divorce attorney on divorce. Hmm. It's every everything that you possibly could <laughs> need.
1: Let me let me let everybody know. Listen, this great awesome resource that you need to have. It need to be in every home that there's a man in it. But let me say. So we're gonna do a giveaway later on in the show. We're giving away five of five copies. We're gonna give away five copies, so I want to let you know. Make sure you hang on. We're gonna give away five copies. Don't go anywhere. You need this. You need this book. What? Why? Why don't hold on? So Mika says Dr. Brandeis is great. He's funny and knowledgeable and can help men that may be suffering. More doctors like him would help get more men to the doctor. So based on what she's saying, oh, so Lisa, okay. Lisa says more men should have have tuned in to this live. Absolutely. So from what you found, why don't men seek out the knowledge that they need? Why don't we go to the doctor? Why? what
5: is this keeping us? Yeah, because we're tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can gut it out, you know. It's uh if you go to the doctor, you're weak. Mm, right? Wow. Okay. okay. But I'll, I'll tell you what I see because I, I have a private practice up in Northern California. And when you're younger, you can compensate for all this stuff. Oh, wow. Until you hit the wall. And then you come to see me. Whether you're in your 40s or your 50s or your 60s, and your testosterone's low, you're getting erectile dysfunction, you put on weight uh you you're losing your muscle mass you know something, something bad, bad happened, happened. And, and i i've, I've learned, learned over the years how to help, help men. men and, and all, all of that i put into this book
3: so on the, on the early part of the book uh i was reading you have a, you have a part called uh things that women should know about men's health and uh we have a lot of women that listen to uh that listen to the show and they're uh, <clears throat> and they want to know how men, how men work. So could you kind could you briefly kind of explain to them why women need to know about men's health? I thought that was when I saw it. I was like, wow, this is really good right here. Yeah, it is.
5: Well, you know, the thing is, men need a team, hmm. right? Wow. It, it, you know, we one thing we do is we we tell everyone around us. You know, we're tough. We can take care of ourselves. You know, you guys are you guys are good guys. Right, You take care of your, your spouse. You take care of your kids. You take care of your the people at work. You take care of the community. And you tell other people, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got this. No problem. I'm right. strong. Right? And so, one, you train other people not to take care of you. Oh, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you also, you don't take care of yourself because you're so busy taking care of other people. And so you have to stop for a second and say to your spouse, okay, you know, like it's, it's not a sign of weakness for me to, to allow you to help me, to make me a doctor's appointment, to help me get labs, to schedule a, a, you know, a calcium score or some sort of preventative test, right? That's actually a sign of strength because you're going to be around for a lot longer and you know, you're going to be able to, uh, to be potent for longer. Your testosterone's going to be high for longer. You're going to be able to uh, have your muscles longer. So you're going to be able to participate in sports and, and interact with your kids and your grandkids. That's a sign of strength. Not going to the doctor, not taking care of yourself because you're too tough. That's a sign of stupidity. Oh, wow. I think doc is a uh, kind of. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <Doc> is- <laughs> okay. But
1: let
3: me say this, let me say this, but, but you're going to lose testosterone regardless of what, you, regardless of what you're doing. Correct. Because that the more you age, the more you're going to lose. That's right? true. So-
5: but you know, you can replace it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a series. So I, I do sexual medicine, but I also do, um, hormone replacement, and I also do physical rejuvenation. So I'm a, uh, I'm on the medical board for BioT, which is the largest testosterone company in the, in the country. I'm also a, a speaker and an influencer for uh, BTL, which makes a device called the Sculpt, which is an incredible muscle building machine, right? Hmm. I have a series now of men in their 60s who I put on my physical rejuvenation protocol. And in four months they average about five or 10 pounds of new muscle and 10 to 20 pounds of fat loss. I'm actually writing this up for a, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's totally reproducible and it's absolutely incredible. And that's like, to me, I had one of the busiest urology practices in Northern California. I was doing great and I totally changed direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm so happy with the way that I, I can change men's lives. I used to, um, you know, I built the, we had the second Da Vinci surgical robot in the country. I built a robotics program at my hospital. I was the chief of urology for my local hospital for 10 years. I was voted the top urologist in the San Francisco Bay Area for the past seven or eight years. But I totally basically moved away from what I was doing, moved away from guys that were sick, getting them better to Mm -hmm. getting guys like the two of you, taking you and making you great wow. maximizing your, your physical and sexual potential. So
3: let me ask you this. So when you say great, what if my, what if my friends <laughs> penis is broke? You don't get no blood. It's limp. You can pick it up. It's like, it's dead. Can right. you, do you like give a new penis? What do you do exactly?
5: <laughs> oh man, there was this, Oh God, there's this horrible accident. Right. Oh, no. And yeah. And this guy lost his penis. Oh, okay. So he came to see me to make a long story short. He came to see me a couple of days after the accident. He's like, doc, you know, what can I do? And I said, well, listen, I got three options for you, John. I could either put a new penis back on for 5,000 bucks. Okay. A large penis on for 10,000 bucks or a large penis that vibrates, but that's $25,000. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was like, um, all right. He's like, well, this is a big decision. I got to go home and talk to my wife. Okay, so days go by and I don't hear from this guy. And so finally I call him up. I'm like, you know, John, uh, we we talked three, four days ago about your missing penis. And, uh, you know, I gave you the $5,000 option, the $10,000 option and the $25,000 option. You know, have you thought about what you 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 were going to talk to the wife and you have you thought about what you're going to do? And John's like, yeah, well talked to the wife and she said she'd rather redo the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. All, all kidding aside. Okay. Uh-huh. The way that we work on things uh, in addition to doing all the physical rejuvenation. Okay. Is in, we're working on the signal.
6: Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: The signal In the penis is a molecule called nitric oxide. And when I was at UCLA, one of my professors won the Nobel Prize for discovering nitric oxide. So, nitric oxide is like electrons in electrical wire, nitric Mm -hmm. oxide is like that in nerves. Oh, wow. Okay. And nerves release nitric oxide onto blood vessels and they open up blood vessels. Huh. Okay. And as you get older, the amount of nitric oxide that you have declines. Right. So you want to boost nitric oxide. So I actually have a supplement that I produce called Affirm that we make at Affirm Science. Okay. But there are, are a number of other nitric oxide supplements that boost circulation everywhere. Huh. So it helps with blood pressure. I get a lot of men off their blood pressure medications by putting them on nitric oxide boosters. Absolutely. Really? Uh, it improves cognition. So thinking, it improves athletic performance independently. So They've done studies on cyclists where their cycling times increase one or two percent. Uh, bench press increases 13 pounds. There was a study on soccer players where their performance increased a couple of percentage, which doesn't sound like a lot. But when you're talking about elite athletes, just by mm-hmm. taking a nitric oxide booster, which is basically watermelon and beets, that's a big deal.
7: Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well-being. Do you know your status? SurgeGNR can help with free HIV testing, at home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at surgegnr.com. Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well being. Do you know your status? Surge GNR can help with free HIV testing, at-home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at surgegnr.com.
5: Really? Yeah, yeah. That's why that that's why you all see on TV Eat Beats. Because beets are nitrate. Nitrate is reduced in the stomach to nitric oxide. Hmm. And then you also see sometimes on health blogs, eat a lot of watermelon. Because Uh watermelon has citrulline, which is a non-essential amino acid that turns into arginine, which is a nitric oxide donor. So, okay, so then you get nitric oxide that makes this stuff called cgmp and cgmp Uh opens up blood vessels okay so Uh then pfizer was doing this experiment on a a, an experimental drug called sildenafil in england they were trying to look at it for heart problems right Mm -hmm. and after they were giving these guys the medication for their heart problems there was an observant nurse in the recovery area and what she found is that everyone was (laughs) lying on their stomach Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a true story. What? And so she asked these guys, you know, why are you guys all lying on your stomachs? And they're like, uh, well, we got a raging heart on. Really? And she, this nurse, they should have given her a big bonus because um, she called up her bosses, the doctors that were running the study and said, you know, I think that this medication is, we're helping these guys get erection. And what it does is it blocks an enzyme that's only in the penis called the PDE5 enzyme. And so if you look at Viagra, Cialis, any of those things, it's a PDE5 inhibitor, but you need the nitric oxide to make the CGMP. And then you need the Viagra or the Cialis to block the breakdown of CGMP so that you maximally dilate blood vessels. I okay. had
1: heard, I had heard that, that Viagra actually was a blood pressure medication. And the side effect which is what people go for now. The side effect yeah. was what it did to men as far as erection goes. Yep. And this is what they marketed it. They marketed yep. it
3: based on that instead of the but I was, but now I was a, a side effect to, to a friend of mine with, John just takes it for the articles. <laughs> See, there you go. See, I just like to read. I like to read. There you go.
5: <laughs> but
3: it makes it uh it makes you uh flushed.
5: Yeah, you can't hardly yeah. breathe, you're yeah, stopped yeah. up and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, so okay, so it's a vasodilator, right? It opens up blood vessels and it does it very specifically to the penis, but there is some cross-reactivity. Hmm. And so if there's cross-reactivity in the in the blood vessels in the nose, it'll stuff you up. And if there's cross-reactivity in the in the head, it'll give you a headache or some facial flushing. Yeah, yeah. there's cross-reactivity to what's called the PDE6 enzyme which is in the eyes so some people get a bluish haze oh wow oh and wow i they think they're having sex with a smurf <laughs> a smurf
3: wow. uh, i just want to be still just be yeah. still let me finish <laughs> just be still
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, doc is hilarious i have a guess. he's hilarious you guys you didn't think i was going to be funny but if you spend your whole day- no seriously if you spend your whole day talking to guys about penises you got to be funny yeah, 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 I can see that. I can definitely see that. Well, so,
3: go ahead, Dick. I'm saying
1: so. We want to again reiterate how people get the book, how they find the book, and how important it is to make sure you add this to your collection of books. This should be the book,
5: and I yeah, guarantee this, is, this the is the one book you need. Yeah, right. book. This is the one. This is the one book that you need. That. Uh, that will help you. This is like, so I I have a network of sixty doctors and men's health experts. Oh wow, the so whole team that, that the whole team that wrote this book. Because I don't know everything about everything, right? I only I know what I know and I know what I don't know, but I know a lot of people that know a lot of stuff. And so for the heart chapter, I got a cardiologist. For the eye chapter, I got an ophthalmologist. For you know how to look better, I got dermatologists and plastic surgeons and foot doctors and, and orthopedic surgeons and hair replacement dog, you know, you got a whole team and this is an advice book, right? This is not a reference book. So you got really top private practice guys that are going to talk to you like, as if they were your next door neighbor, as if they're your friend,
6: Wow! right?
5: They're not going to give you like the party line. They're going to tell you how it is. Wow. Right. And Mm -hmm. so This book—it's an imposing book, right? It's 900 pages, but maybe only two, three hundred pages actually apply to Mm -hmm. you right now. Yeah. But you know, five years from now, you might have a bump in your PSA or have some trouble urinating, and oh, let me go check out that prostate chapter. A couple years later, after that, you might have some eye problems, so let me check out the eye chapter.
3: I was looking at uh, I was looking at the exercise part of it because that's that's one of my struggles. I'm 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 always starting and stopping something. But uh, one of the quotes in the book is said. Ah, uh, you need to exercise so you can get in touch with your body, in touch with your body so it can talk to you. It can start it can it can make the voice inside your body louder when it talks to you to tell you what's going on with your body. I thought that was really good cause a lot That's of time amazing. when we when we're going through stuff, we need our we need to hear what our body is saying, the, especially the older we get. and and I thought that was really I thought that was really good when I read that in the
5: book. yeah, I mean, we have a lot about the aging process because the thing is, like you don't think that you're getting older, but you really are. Mm-hmm. And so I we get there's a a a chapter that I wanted to call stupid things that guys do, but I think we ended up calling it like uh, accidents that people have or something like that. But you know it's like every year I see a couple of patients that were going up there putting Christmas lights, you know, and they're 65 oh. years old and they fall mm-hmm. off a ladder, and that could be like that could totally change the trajectory of your whole life. And you don't really realize that you can't do that kind of stuff anymore. So, you know, one of the overriding themes of the book, and I think this is really important, is the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is this concept by the guy named Joseph Campbell, that there's an archetype, there's a whole series of hero's journey. And George Lucas was a big fan of this. And it's it's the way that, you know, we're born in a town and then we leave the town and we go on an adventure and then we come back and we're a changed person. But everyone out there needs to f- think of themselves as the hero of your own journey. You know, Michael Jordan is a hero, but he's got his own journey, hmm. you know, or, or Drake or, or uh, you know, any of those people. They're heroes, but they got their own journey. Focus mm-hmm. on your own journey. You can be the hero of your own journey, and then all of the decisions that you make in your life, whether it's drinking, smoking, drugs, uh what you know foods that you take in, your decision to exercise or to stretch or do meditation or you know how you act at work or whatever, they're the decisions that a hero is going to make. Wow. And when you, when you really think about yourself as a hero and the impact that you can have as an individual on the people around you and how those decisions that you make affect others and yourself, then it, it, it changes the game. And this book is, is information for heroes, people that want to live a better life, that want to do better. All the information is there. Then it's up to you how to use it. And that's the critical thing about the 21st century man, I, I I gave two years of my life to put down everything that I know, and all of my top colleagues know, Mm -hmm. into one book and make it super accessible for men to read. And funny, I got quotes in every chapter. And uh, my sexual medicine chapters are straight out of Playboy magazine. I mean, there's there some hilarious stuff in there. I have a chapter on how to make love to a woman by Susan Braddon, an incredible internet sex, uh, intimate wellness coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's everything that you need to excel as a man. Wow. Yeah, you just have to make the commitment and you have to read the chapters that relate to you.
1: Wow. Wow. So let so let me say, listen, everybody make sure you go and check out this book now somebody asked the question is it on audible you you don't have an audible version of this you know one? I'm
5: actually recording it oh wow yeah yeah so um, I did my parts and then I have a, a, a professional because it, it it's about 35 40 hours of recording yeah but I did mine I had uh, Susan Bratton did her chapter you know Joe Starkey Joe Starkey was the voice of the 49ers he wrote a chapter on uh, how men bond through sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the guy that called the play, you know, the crazy play between Cal and Stanford where they lateral the ball 42 times. Oh yeah. 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 The band ran. Yeah. Band. Yeah. Yeah, ran yeah. Band. Yeah, yeah. 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 The guy spiked mm-hmm. the ball and the trombonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did that. Mm-hmm. And then Brian band Miller did his chapter. He's a national uh, correspondent uh, interviewed every president, every big business leader in the Bay area. Um, and then I have uh, I hired that just hired this really great guy. So within a month, we'll have uh, an audio book. Uh, okay. Within a couple of days, the ebook will be out, and uh, December third, they promised me. You know, like the uh, all the paper that's supposed to be printing my book is still out in the port port of Long Beach, but oh, my ship's coming in. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, okay. and so by mid December, we should be sending out the hardcovers. Wow. Well, so, don't
1: forget, we got five copies that we're going to be giving away tonight. So you make sure you stay tuned, and, and they're signed. And, and, oh, and they're signed.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: They're one signed. day my autograph
5: might be worth a lot of money. Who knows? I, th- I, think, it I think it will be. Listen, either and, on the book circuit or the comedy circuit, one of the two. <laughs> of the two. Well, let John me and I got to talk about an engagement later. There
3: you go. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well,
1: Dr. Brandeis, we've enjoyed having you on. This has been valuable information. And I know the guys in the, in the chat and the comments, they've, they've, they they are getting some valuable information right now, so we're going to make sure we continue to tell people how to get the book. Uh, we thank you for your time. We know you're off in California and you you're working your practice and everything, but we we really appreciate you spending the time with us right now to have this conversation. And
3: John, go ahead. Hey, hey, before you go, a friend of mine was just telling me uh-huh. what can he do to get some of those affirm things. Up? He don't need them, but it's just yeah. You know hey, just have them on the shelf. You know,
5: <laughs> yeah, just go to affirm science, affirmscience.com, and you can just order them right off the website. All right, got it, got it. Um, and yeah, I want to put a, a plug, is not the right word, but I have a YouTube channel, okay, called Brandeis MD B R A N D E I S And so I, one of the things I do is I travel around the country and teach other doctors and lecture to patient groups. And so I put a lot of the uh, information and the lectures Mm -hmm. that I do on my uh, YouTube channel. So I have the men's sexual medicine curriculum. Mm -hmm. I have one on MSculpt. I have one on testosterone. I have one on Peyronie's disease. So, yeah. So, you know, I love teaching men. Uh, and I love uh, really educating men because the thing is like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Right. Let, let, one more quick thing. Okay. You're at work. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and your dad has to go to a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you're like, you announce to everyone, Hey guys, listen, you know, I got to go take my dad to the cardiologist. He's having some problems with the blood vessels in your heart. And right. what does everyone at work do? They're like, oh, you know, what a nice son. You're really a good guy, you know, taking your dad to the cardiologist. Right? right. Then what happens if the next week you're like, hey guys, listen, I gotta take my your dad to the urologist. He's not getting enough blood supply to his penis. <laughs> right? What are they gonna say? <laughs> but it's the same disease process, right?
1: Wow. It's yeah. not
5: something to be embarrassed about, mm-hmm. it's something right. that happens. And it happens five or 10 years before it happens to the heart. So if you learn anything from today, if you have erectile dysfunction, go to your primary care doc, get your heart checked out, okay? Could save your life.
1: Wow. Wow. Real quick, let people know where to find you. We know about uh, the YouTube channel, Brandeis MD any other places they can find you they're looking yeah, for if you if you go
5: to the the 21stcenturyman.com just written all out uh that that will be their the uh the website for the book you can see the bios for all the authors they're going to have all sorts of health resources for for places you can go like if you have diabetes or heart disease or lung problems or any of those things that we all get and uh and just you know take care of yourself absolutely
3: wow
1: Thank you once again for joining us. We have definitely enjoyed this. This has been a great, great, great show. And, uh,
5: you know, thank you guys so much for for having me on and and allowing me to talk. And uh, you guys do great work. I really appreciate what you do also. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate
1: you. Everybody, Dr. Grandeyes.
3: (laughs) Yay. Greatness, man. Greatness. Oh, oh, we cut it off. We cut oh, it okay. off. Okay. Get him okay, ahead. Did you, go. you want
5: the $5,000 one, the $10,000 one, or the $25,000 one? We're talking when we get off air. <laughs> Tell Derek you want to raise. <laughs> Tell his wife that.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, she'd rather redo the kitchen.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. We oh, Thank up. you, thank I Appreciate you. it. You got it. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Man! Wow! Man! Oh man! Oh man! And listen, we 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 come, we talk, we have fun, but this is some serious stuff that we're dealing with. Men are suffering in silence. We're not talking about the things that are going on because, like you said, we like to the bravado. We like to make sure we spend our lives taking care of everybody. When when it's time for them to take care of us. We don't necessarily know how to accept it, but we need it. We definitely
3: need it. And yeah, I, I think it's great also, man, to you know, talk about being a hero. You know, hey man, we we I think that was really good because we all need to be our own heroes because we a lot of time we look to other people to do some of the stuff we should be doing. But uh-huh. man, I think that was that was really good about um about being your own hero, man.
1: Right, people don't people don't think about being a hero for their own story.
3: Yes, absolutely. Their
1: own story. So real quick, we're going to do our first our first giveaway. So
0: when you're sick, every minute counts. So don't go anywhere. Go to dispatchhealth.com where high quality medical care comes directly to you. No getting out of a sick bed, no crazy driving to an emergency room, no endless paperwork, no hospital waiting rooms. Visit DispatchHealth.com to learn about our medical professionals, then make house calls. Dispatch Health is covered by Medicare and most major insurance. Go to DispatchHealth.com. We
1: want you to go into the comment section, and the word is communication. So go drop that word into the comment section. Then this is going to enter you into that drawing. So right now, go ahead and drop communication. Into the comment section. We'll give you some time to do that. And then we'll run and, and pick somebody. Somebody will be picked for the first book. All right. All right. So got a few people. Few people oh, oh, wow. entries. Yeah. They're, getting They're getting in there. They're getting in there. They're getting in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want you to get in there. We want you to get in there. So make sure you go in, leave your entries. We're gonna go ahead now let me say this let me say this we're gonna keep tabs on that all right we'll back to that in a second if men knew this the nitric oxide i was familiar with nitric oxide when men work out i knew guys that work out used it but i just thought it was a workout supplement i didn't know it did all that but if men knew that beets and watermelon would that beneficial?
3: Oh my goodness. The stores would be empty. Oh my goodness, D. I when he said that, I was like, and you know, it's kind of funny. I kind of shunned away from eating water. my wife always tried to get me to eat it, but I'm like, ah, but man, I had no, I had no idea. I had no idea. It makes yeah. me sick. I can I used to eat it, man.
1: Really? So yeah, it it makes me sick. But wow. but yeah. All right. So let's uh let's go ahead and see if we can do our our first. Person, we're going to hit. Oh, let me make sure I get to the right place. All right. So who do we have for the first? Oh, that's me, man. That's yeah, neat, we're not not el- me. We're not eligible. We're we good. So we're not eligible. Who we got? Oh, hey. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Harris. Anthony Harris is our first winner. He's our first winner of a free... Signed copy of the 21st man, Anthony Harris. So Anthony, real quick, drop your address, send it to us to our email address. That's man talkmondays1 at gmail.com.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, <got you>, <laughs> we got you. We got We're gonna get it to you. We're gonna get it to you. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. So make sure you just just send us your address and everything. Uh, the man talk Mondays one at gmail.com. All hmm. right, so Ivan says he takes beet supplements every day. Hmm, I had no idea. Okay, Rod well, said my favorite fruit. I saw me talk about watermelon More, Listen, watermelon is gonna fly off the shelves now.
3: Man, we hope
1: it's gonna be on that watermelon now. We
3: Stop. hope that we <laughs> hope everybody's on it.
1: <laughs> Mika said he was great. I know he was for the men, but I learned some things. Listen, and he said something key about that. Men need that support,
6: Hmm.
1: need that support. He said, he said something when we were talking to him one time, he said, women are more in tune with their health because they, they take care of the children. And, you know, because they want to watch out for the health, especially with babies, when they're having babies and everything, they stay pretty close to their doctors, but Mm -hmm. men, we don't do that. So we need, Sometimes that nudge, I remember the Cosby show where uh, Claire used to always keep keep Cliff Huxbull eating right and all this kind of stuff, especially when he had to go to the doctor, she made sure he went. I don't know if you remember that, but she would always seem to make sure that he did that. Wow. All right. So, let's do one more. The, the next word is honesty. Honesty. So so we're
6: gonna
1: <laughs> let me get back. Let me get get back. So we're gonna we're gonna just a second. Wait for you put it in there. Wait for you put it there. Oh, we gotta eliminate these out of there. Oh, yeah, I gotta them? yeah, we gotta I gotta clear it out. Okay, I gotta clear it out so we can so we can start this over again. So just just bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so I'm having a. All right,
3: so honesty, honesty. So put honesty in the chat. I mean, in the what now?
1: All right, yeah, we already getting entries now. Okay, for, for honesty. All right, so honesty. We give you a couple more minutes to put put it in if you want a free copy of the Twenty First Man. All right, you know he he talked about how foods that are rich in (laughs) goodness. (laughs) You talk about the beignets and how people eat down south.
6: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what do they
1: call it? They call it what? Comfort food.
3: Yes, they sure do. Mm We
1: call it comfort food. And I thought about it. Black men need a lot of comfort, so we eat the bad stuff because. So uh, we go through just as as yeah. black men. I I wonder is that what why we're prone to that type of eating, wow. and because it's not that we're born with high blood pressure. We're born with the habits, the food mm. that we eat, and everything. Those are things are they're cultural. There are habits and everything, so they affect a lot about how we uh how we eat. So I think that that leads to the predis a predisposition for having those issues. All right, for our second drawing, here we go. This is for the second free book. And you can only win once. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mr. Ivan Dawkins. Mr. Ivan Dawkins, make sure you just get us your information so we can send you your book. Make sure we get that to you. All right. So, so we have three more books, three more books. So, so how are we going to handle the last three? Because we run out of time. How are we going to handle the last three? Uh, the first three people to share this episode. Yeah. First three people to share this episode with on your Facebook page.
3: Yeah well and 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 too man, you wanna do you wanna you don't wanna be a disservice to some to nobody else, man, this was something that I think a lot of people needed to hear, and if you can be the reason why somebody else heard it, why would you not? Because right. this was some really really good information, man, and if for nothing less if for not if for nothing less, man, just make sure that you give them the information to where they can get a hold of their own book if for nothing else you know so right. let's 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 be blessers and not always takers. So if you can bless somebody with information, why would you not? So let's share that. As a matter of fact, I implore... No, wait, what's the word I always use? Uh... That's
6: it. That's a good one.
3: That's a good one. I want to use one that don't really Ooh. go. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, let's be robust in this time right now. <laughs> <Let's> be... <laughs> Listen,
1: like he said, there are 50 doctors plus himself, 50 doctors. How many times can you have access to the information from 50 doctors? This is all in one place. He said two years he spent compiling this information for the benefit of men. And listen, married men, if, if this is leading to depression, Just, which leads yeah. to all kinds of, we wonder why we're having problems in our marriage why we're depressed and he said eventually leads to death and suicide. Listen, men have a high suicide rate. And nobody wants to say that this led me to it. The fact that I couldn't have, it, I could be intimate with my wife leads me to it. But now we see the domino effect. We got a third winner. A third
3: winner. A third winner. The we, got third, a third. we got a third winner. Clinton Gordon. Clinton Gordon. Clint Gordon is the third winner. Clint Gordon.
1: Clint, send us your information. We'll get to your book. We'll get to your book. All right. So the last two books, first two people to, to share this episode on their page. Let people know about it. We're gonna be looking for the first two people to share this episode. And then we'll uh we'll reach out to you on Facebook so you can give us your information. And let us know how to get the book to you. But we'll definitely get it to you. A signed copy from the man himself, Dr. Judson Brandeis. Mika says, I was hoping he <laughs> didn't think of robust. Well, Mika, he, he, he <laughs> friend friends say, Yes. Yes. This is this is one you definitely want to have in your library. All right, man. Like, it's it's one, it's just a reference book.
3: It's not That's one really you,
1: read, you cover, it's a reference book. So whenever you're going through anything, check it
3: out. Well, cause it can be intimidating when you, when you get it. Cause when I saw it, I was like, Whoa, ain't nobody going to read all that, but That's it's right. not that type. It's not that type of book. You just go to the table of contents and find out what benefits you, where you are at that particular moment or what you're struggling with and go to that particular chapter and read, read up on what you're going through. Awesome book. Everybody, every man should have one in the house. Every man should have one in the house. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't
1: forget how to go get the book. Um, Twenty First 21st Man, Twenty First Century You can go and you can get information. He says he has Audible coming out. This is once you see the book, you realize how why it's taking so long to get the Audible version yeah. out because it's a lot That's to a lot. it. It's a lot. Audible version, the Kindle version is coming up, so we definitely want to make sure that. Uh... We got the last two. We got we got the last two, D. <laughs> Liz says I'm reading cover to cover. Uh no, you gotta buy those. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta buy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, no free bottles of a firm. <laughs> hey, hey, but I'll let you know how much they cost. The <laughs> <gonna get> stuff. <laughs> and we'll
1: see, we'll see if we can probably put a put some kind of link on our um uh, our Facebook page or something to um to Dr. Brandeis' information so you can go. And you can check it out and get what you need from him. So,
3: final thoughts. Final thoughts. All right, man. A lot of information, but I think the um, for me the, the 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 best thing I heard tonight was being being my own hero. You know, because we we look to people a lot of times to do stuff that we can't do. But I think it's time for us to start taking that power back because you never know who you can inspire to do to be to do better and be better. Man, why don't we take our health back? Why, why don't we start with our health and, and the make yourself proud of something? Because I'm sure I'm sure men need to do something. There's something you need to do. There's a doctor you need to go see. There's something you need to go take care of. But let's take let's take that power back, man. I think that was, man, I that was awesome. That was awesome. And then I'm and I'm going to begin taking my power back tomorrow. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs>
1: whenever you have people that depend on you you have people who look for you and as a man you want to be that type of man you want to be the person that people feel like they can depend on they can go to and if you're good at that you want to make sure you can maintain that for an extended period of time But if we're not taking care of ourselves, it's hard to do that. So we need to start to really invest more time into taking care of ourselves. We want to be around for our families as long as we can. We want to teach them. We want to leave a legacy. But it starts with taking care of ourselves first. Wives. Your husbands. Help them pay more attention to their health. Husbands. For the sake of your family, for the sake of your legacy, make sure you're taking care of yourself. There's a lot at stake. There's generations at stake. And we want to not just leave things behind, we want to leave a standard of care and health behind. So make sure you're doing that for your family. And that's how I can speak for this week.
3: Oh, man. Man, that was a barn <laughs> burner right there, boy. That was good, man. Yeah. That, was, that was good. You know, it's it's one thing to try to help people. It's another thing to try to get somebody here that can actually really help them. Yeah,
1: that was valuable information. Yeah. And listen, make sure you go check the podcast out again if you missed anything. Send the podcast to other people, especially men or women who love, who have men in their lives that they're concerned about. Make sure you share it with them. Send it to them. Remember, check us on Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Spreaker, all these different platforms. It will be available there.
3: Don't send it to uh, women who love women. It's just for (laughs) me.
1: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I hope somebody caught us on BS3 TV tonight. I hope you caught us on BS3 TV. This episode will also still be up on BS3 TV on Roku, so you can watch it on your TV. Right? Tell all your friends. Everybody's doing it. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Terry Little's watching watching on Roku right now. Thank you for for watching. We appreciate you, Mister Little. Hey man, it's been
3: a good one, bro. Listen, man, I just 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 I just, I just I, want everybody to take something from it. Just yeah. take. You don't have to. You know. I know it was a lot of information, but just take something from it, man. because right. I'm sure that was something that was said for everybody.
1: Right. Get the book. Let's do that. Get the book. Ivan says a firm is seventy five dollars on Amazon. Listen. I need somebody. I
3: need somebody I need to go half with me on a half a
1: bottle. <laughs> I'm gonna split a bottle. <laughs> Boy, ain't that like us?
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, listen. We we'll do spare no expense when it comes to stuff like this. So oh, bro. Brother. Get the bottle of firm, too. Yeah. Thank you guys for being with us tonight. We're going to come back next week with more good stuff for you. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. We'll see y'all next
3: week. Y'all be blessed.
7: <laughs> Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well-being. Do you know your status? Surge GNR can help with free HIV testing, at-home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at surgegnr.com.
8: Step up your creativity now during Dell's Black Friday event with savings up to $400 off, including deals on the latest PCs with Intel Core processors, shop laptops, monitors, and more, plus free shipping. Call 800 by Dell. That's 800 by Dell.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Let's talk about diamonds. Selecting a diamond for an engagement ring is not an everyday experience. It's an important purchase, and at Shane Company, we make it informative and fun. And honestly, it's easy. Cut, color, clarity, and carat weight are important. They're your four C's. But here's the deal. At Shane Company, we won't just tell you our diamonds are more beautiful. We'll show you. Come in to compare a Shane Company diamond side-by-side with a non-Shane Company diamond in the same grade. You'll see for yourself that our diamond has more beauty and sparkle. You'll be blown away when you see that two diamonds in the exact same grade can look so different. Our diamond experts examine each diamond individually and hand-select each diamond for its beauty. Whether you're shopping in person or online, we have the same rigorous selection process for all the diamonds we sell. Visit us today. You'll have the confidence to pick the diamond that's perfect for you. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business. Shane Company and Shaneco.com.
7: Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well being. Do you know your status? SurgeGNR can help with free HIV testing, at home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at surgegnr.com.
2: Welcome to Patriot Squad Episode 3 with PK, as they call me. It was supposed to be Pastor Ken, but everybody was too lazy to say Pastor Ken, so it just became PK on PK which that kind of fits because my name is Ken Peters that's KP
9: okay. uh, and you're a pastor's kid
2: and I'm a PK okay. so okay. it, it kind of worked out it, so I've become affectionately known to some non-affectionately to others uh as right. as PK so and my beautiful gorgeous wife Valencia Uh, is here with me on this show, and one of the cool things about Patriot Squad is you get to hear from her, because y'all hear from me constantly, I'm always yapping uh, from the pulpit, or from Facebook, or Twitter, wherever I can, always looking for new ways to yap as well, so thank you for joining us on the Patriot Squad,
9: here today, and we're joined by George.
2: And behind us, we have uh, George George Washington. I want to thank a gentleman named Mike Peters from our church, who uh, was the one that uh, gave me that picture this last Sunday he presented to me after church on Sunday. When you're the pastor of Patriot Church, you get really cool uh, Americana gifts, and so that's cool. And then to the right, uh, to your right, we have a beautiful painting painted by... A wonderful girl um, named Colleen, mm-hmm. Colleen, who's also a member of Patriot Church. That's That's so cool. I got, I got both these gifts last Sunday. I know. Isn't that awesome?
6: Blessed. Well,
2: wow. we, we, we just planted a church called Patriot Church here in Knoxville five and a half months ago, and um, we already have just a wonderful local church family mm-hmm. who we love. I just love them. Don't you love our church members? Our new are uh,
9: fantastic.
2: Uh, yeah. Local church family is just wonderful. So, um, listen, um, Hein, why don't you uh, say hi to everybody? I'm going to try to uh, share this page on um, some other uh, sites here. But uh, what is going on in your world? Uh, How are you doing?
9: Well, I'm doing great. Just uh, praying a lot for our country. And I encourage you to do the same. We all just need to take it really seriously right now and pray for our nation, pray for revival. We want to pray for an intervention, a divine intervention from above because we have made a royal mess of things mm. and absolutely, it's, it's just a disaster right now. Um, I think in the past we've just kind of been complacent and it's taken a long time for us to wake up and see the urgency of the situation, but hopefully your eyes are open and you are aware, you know, it's kind of like, uh, the Titanic seems to be sinking right now. And so it is definitely time to be praying, asking the Lord to intervene, to send revival. And, uh, it's a time, it's a time to be courageous. It is not a time to be fearful or intimidated um though the left and the liberals are very intimidating they're very much bullies but it's time to be courageous on our first program um i wanted to mention this because i saw a comment that your sister andrea put on there and it's so powerful i read it later and she wrote fear covers truth Mm. and i just thought wow that's super powerful those three words fear covers truth mm-hmm. and we got to make sure that we're not part of that agenda part of that plan because of our fear yeah. uh, that we cower and let truth be covered and let lies and deception be propagated uh, because there is a lot of lies right now amen and, uh, so we got to watch out for that
2: right and we and we don't want to become uh filled with a defeatism we don't want mm-hmm. to um just because we feel like we're so far behind in the score, just give up. You know how like yes. in sports, if you're behind by 30 points, you can just start not caring exactly. and throwing in the towel. It's like
9: whenever I play you in sports, it's, I'm just like, might as well give up now.
2: Whenever Ends you play over. anybody in sports.
9: <laughs> that is true.
2: Sport. I did not marry you for your athleticism. Um, that
9: is for sure. But hey, for sure.
2: lots of cool things. We got a great show. So listen, uh, that was just kind of the warm-up. Thank you for warming up. I got this shared on on uh, many of our different uh, pages. And thank you for those of you that are uh, streaming online. Um, please comment. Uh, Jeff Payton, I see you, bro. Thank you for your comments. Please comment. Tell us where you're from. Um, we're going to be doing this on a regular basis. We try to do it every Saturday night. It's a time where we can just connect with uh, uh, former like not former church members but the, the the churches we pastor and we pastored for many years in Spokane Washington and Moses Lake Washington and then uh, now we have Patriot Church in Spokane and and just this allows us to connect with um, just and then our our those that support us with the church at Planned Parenthood our pro-life, A ministry. So many people uh, support us from around the country. So this Patriot Squad is a way that you and I, as husband and wife, can can just connect with
9: speak into your lives
2: and Mm -hmm. and say hi. I mean, so many people right now are just uh, saying hi to us. So uh, Sherry, that's very nice of you. She's so sweet. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Amen. So thank you. Uh, We just want this to be kind of a regular connect for us to. You know, touch you and you to touch us. Um, but so many uh, great things are going on right now. We've got uh, Alan Keyes preaching at, and he's a preacher. He's not just a speaker, but Alan Keyes, former presidential candidate, is going to be preaching and speaking tomorrow at Patriot Church, so Knoxville. Yes. What? Uh, yes. He's been a hero of mine for yeah. many years, yeah. and and now to be able to have him. At our church is such an honor. It is. I'm super excited I'm about that. To it. And don't forget to set your clocks so, forward.
9: I forgot.
2: Oh, right. Oh, so if they an
9: hour of sleep.
2: if they don't set their clocks forward, what happens? Do they are they going to be late I or early? I think they're
9: going to be late. <gasps> I think that's how it works.
2: Oh, and you I, don't want to be late. I've tried to figure you this sure? out my
9: whole life, and Wait, I'm if so they confused.
2: Don't, if they don't like set their clocks. forward. Forward, forward. What happens? Well,
9: because like right now it's somebody help me talk to me. If
2: they don't set their clocks forward,
9: nine forty right now. So we're gonna set our clock forward. So it's gonna go to ten forty, right? So tomorrow morning when they get to church at ten thirty, it would
2: be wait.
9: I don't know. See, I'm, I've confused myself. <laughs> I never. I never know. I've never been able Wait, to figure get, it out. Wait, I know you own. get a
2: sleep in <laughs> on fallback. When you, when it's fallback, you get a sleep in.
9: Yeah. So, right. Yeah. I always like the fallback.
2: Yeah. Spring the forward. Spring stinks. forward one. I don't know
9: how it works Ugh, logically. You gotta but get up early. You do lose an hour of
8: sleep. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Crazy. So yeah. anyway, but set your clocks forward. Then you don't. Then you won't be early or late. Okay. However it works. Um. Hey, that's exciting. So We have Alan Keyes presidential candidate from many years ago at patriot church t- tomorrow morning if you can't be there in person you can go to our patriot church website patriot church movement.org or patriot church uh knoxville uh, uh facebook page uh, we we don't like facebook but here we are we're, we're gonna do our best to get off of it as soon as we can um also i uh, hear this is kind of cool um Covenant Spokane are the church that we founded twenty four years ago now almost, um, and we have a campus pastor there, Matt uh, Pastor Matt Shea. They are having Doctor Simone Gold I am tomorrow. So jealous. That, that's incredible.
9: I love her.
2: Um, she, great, doc, yeah. uh, famous doctor, yeah. and she's she's gone against the grain with this whole uh, COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Katie just said, Katie Littleton says you're going to be late.
6: Yep, that's. Yeah, that's what you thought. That's what you thought.
2: Katie Littleton validated you. Listen, you got to set your clocks forward or spring forward, all right? Or you're going to be late for church and you don't want to miss her leading the worship, all right? She's a beautiful worship leader. And if you go to uh, just just sweet anointed presence of God, worship leader. Uh, So make sure you set your clocks forward, all right? So Dr. Simone Gold will be at Covenant Spokane. That's exciting.
6: Yeah.
2: Um, And... So so many other cool things. I want to thank my friend and endorse a book. Uh, Pastor Sam Jones wrote this book, Five Steps to Kill a Nation Mm. and How to Stop the Bleeding. Uh, A Black Robe Regiment kind of pastor, Sam Jones, wrote that book. I want to promote it, uh, buy it off of Amazon. I haven't read it yet, but I know my friend. He's a very good friend of mine. I'm going to read it, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sam. if you're in the Spokane, Washington area, Idaho area, even Oregon, all right, this is what's coming up, all right? Onward Christian Soldiers is the theme, and uh, it is March 23rd, all right, seven o'clock at Planned Parenthood, okay? So, please come out. Um, Listen, if you got a better idea to speak for the unborn, then do it, but this is one of the best ideas, uh, I think, that God has dropped from heaven to stand for the unborn. We go there where it happens, where abortion happens, and we worship, and we pray, and we preach, and we give. We do all the things that God has given us to battle, uh, and the theme is let's march because it's March, all right? So let's march. Springtime was when when they would go out to war. You know, winter, they would, they would hunker down. And then in the springtime, the kings would go out to the war. That's actually in your Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 when the kings would war. So it's time to go out to war. Let's march onward Christian soldiers. Our speaker for this event for Onward Christian Soldiers is Pastor Joshua Feirstein. Don't
9: miss Joshua Feerstein. Mm. Do not miss
2: it. Joshua Feirstein
9: is powerful oh. at Planned
2: Parenthood. <laughs> Planned Parenthood does not like Joshua Feirstein. Mm-hmm. Joshua Feirstein does not, and it's not like they don't like each other. Joshua doesn't like what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they don't like Joshua exposing them and what they're doing, and 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 that's that's where the rub is. Uh, if they stop killing babies, we got no problem with uh, no problem. Planned Parenthood. No. Um, the problem is that they're they're killing babies, and then also. In April we have our resurrection life. Uh, this is gonna be a Knoxville teacap, alright? And our preacher for this teacap is Pastor Greg Locke. Okay. Alright. Greg Locke part two. We're having him back again. Um, this is cool. April twentieth in the Knoxville area. Please come if you can. Fly in from everywhere. Come come to this. CBS News is gonna be there filming our church at Planned Parenthood service. They're doing a big documentary on yeah. the moral decline in our nation.
9: And the last CBS documentary they did on us was pretty good, actually. Yeah,
2: you know, it was surprising. CBS, so Go to CBSnews.com and check it out. They, they talk about uh, America being a Christian nation or trying to make America. And we know it's always got a liberal slant. Yeah. So I expect it to have a liberal slant. But they actually gave an accurate report about us. Mm-hmm. They interviewed mm-hmm. us. They actually played. They
9: didn't twist things. And yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it, it, we were on there with Franklin Graham, uh, the the football coach that got fired for mm-hmm. uh, praying. Praying on the field. And refusing to stop. Um, and then they had some liberal, you know, fake pastors too. By the way, if you don't believe the Bible and stick with the Bible and the morals of the Bible and the gospel of the Bible, you are a fake pastor preacher. You're not even a, you're not even part of Christianity. You're part of something that you made up.
6: Yep. Make believer. Uh, yeah.
2: It's, it's a make-believer. That's, <laughs> I like that. that. That's good. So these things are coming up. I'm super excited. I am, I am holding my, for my coffee, because I love coffee from Washington. I'm holding my brand new Patriot Church mug. We got a whole new order of them in. Yeah. So First
9: time guests at Patriot Church, Knoxville tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You get to go home with your own mug.
2: If you, Yep. We got them in. So all the first timers. And, and should we back give for all the guests that
9: Maybe we that should. Because
2: it's not fair to them. I they know. don't get a mug. I know. We should. So, but hey, uh, and thanks to Miss Coffee, right? Isn't that?
6: Yeah.
9: That's who
2: she is. Yeah. That's She's perfect. Miss Coffee. <laughs> <Ms>. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's her name. Her 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 last name is Coffee, and what a blessing she is. She makes these, yeah. and um, she I haven't read it. I think she put a card in there and a lot of sweet stuff in there, oh. and I haven't gotten a chance to look at. I just grabbed a mug for our show. <laughs> okay, uh, but we'll Julie Coffee, at. she's the one that does these, hmm. and uh, she made she gave us a bunch of free ones, and we liked them so much that we actually started a business partnership with her. And, and we're, we're ordering these for all of our first time guests at Patriot Church, our brand new mugs. So nice. if you come visit us and people come from all over the country to visit us, yeah. Patriot Church is like, it's like a thing, you know? Yeah,
9: and, and you, I saw a comment on there about the pens. Oh man, you should come to Patriot Church just for the pen because <laughs> our pens are that good.
2: And now they they're get a amazing. pen. So, and a pen a mug.
9: so yes, we will back give pens. Just let us know if you need a pen. <laughs> they're
2: great. Amen. I... Carrie Setzer is listening Woo-hoo, to us from Washington. She's in the fight. She you know, she
9: is. She's an inspiration.
2: You and I, we describe people all the time in our homes, yeah. and and we put them in two different categories: in the fight, not in the fight.
9: Pretty simple. Yeah. You know,
2: I'm not saying yeah. they're not in the fight of faith, but I mean, I'm t- we're talking about in the fight. Yeah. For our nation yeah. and the faith, yeah. it's a no-brainer that you're in the and as a Christian you're you're in the fight of faith. But right now for me it's it's 1776 for me, mm-hmm. and and I'm in my world in my fake world, not fake world, but in my in my world in my brain, which is real to me. All right, um, I'm John Adams, and my friends are George Washington. Uh, and you're Abigail, Abigail Adams. Adams. Mm. Abigail, and my, but my friends are uh, are uh, uh, you know George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, John Jay, John Jay. Um, so many great American forefathers. Those are my friends. So so all my patriot friends, my patriot pastor friends, my Black Robe Regiment kind of pastor friends, and 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 all the people that fight with us. We, we, this is 1776. We are, we are on the verge of losing this country forever. We are being attacked. And, and the, the attack is different than this country has ever faced yeah. before. Yeah. We have a virus in our country called yeah. leftism. Yeah. And, and it leads to communism. Yeah. It leads to uh, uh, socialism. Well, socialism, which is what leftism is, leads to communism. And yeah. just terrible things. It's terrible an, It's
9: things. an attack from within.
2: Yeah. It's a domestic enemy. It's, it's in. By our own American people. Yeah. And leftism, they literally, they hate America. Mm-hmm. They hate America. Mm-hmm. They, they they love China more than they love America. They'll gladly open our borders. Yeah. Not that we don't love people, but, but they need to come in legally. Mm-hmm. They'll open our borders um, and, and just allow anything they they just they don't like America and they've made it they've made this American flag on the right side of us they've made it a bad thing they've made the national anthem a bad thing yeah. uh it's a bad thing to to you know love this country now they've made it a sin in fact i I want to go I want to go right there there this Christian nationalism thing yeah. Um, Mario Murillo, we we heard a great sermon from Mario Murillo. You all need to
9: listen to that. Listen to it like once, twice, three times. Oh my goodness. It is the best sermon I've heard in a long
2: time. I posted it on on our Facebook page, Ken Valencia Peters.
9: Gotta listen to that, guys.
2: Amazing, amazing. So we heard this message from Mario Murillo, and how many pastors was it that signed this this statement, this public open letter Is it statement.
6: 000? I don't think it, I don't think it was
2: that many. No? Um but it was a lot of pastors. It might have been I I'm not sure but it mm-hmm. by but thousands of pastors signed this open letter, open document denouncing what they call Christian nationalism.
9: nationalism. Yeah. And he was saying that the pastors made it up. Is that where it came from, is, is pastors? I don't, I don't
2: think pastors, may, I hope they didn't. I hope they didn't. That would be horrible. Yeah. But they've embraced it. Yeah. And, and it is and so they're sad. they're propagating it. It's so sad yeah. when Christian evangelical quote unquote pastors mm-hmm. take the talking points and the narrative, yeah. it's not truth, it's narrative, yeah. from the left yeah. and they embrace it and bring it into the yeah. church.
9: Yeah, and start broadcasting it.
2: It's horrible. It's, it's crazy. And, and so these pastors have and, and condemned Christian nationalism. What the heck is Christian? I love what Mario Murillo said about it. He goes, uh, embracing Christian nationalism has literally made loving your country a sin. What a trick of the enemy. Right. What a deception right, right. That, that the enemy's brought upon this country where he develops this terminology Called like like Christian nationalism to make us feel shame yeah. and guilt for loving this country. You know they used to call it God and country.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: It used to be mm-hmm. a good thing to love your country, yeah. to 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 be a patriotic Christian. And now, if you are a patriotic Christian, uh, you you are you are a, a walking in sin. Mm. And and so that's one of the reasons. We started Patriot Church. It's to despise the shame. You know, the Bible says when Jesus took a, took on the cross, He despised the shame. In other words, He did not receive the shame. Oh, that's a, that's a message for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Some of you, some of you uh, uh, need to the, like Jesus despise the shame mm-hmm. for even for sins that have been forgiven and, and sins that are under the blood now. Amen. But we started Patriot Church to. to in a way, just say we're going to despise the shame, and we're going to blatantly say that this church loves Jesus and the kingdom of God, but we also love the United States of America, and we're not going to let the secular media or Christians yeah. mm-hmm. shame us mm-hmm. for loving our country.
9: Amen.
2: Amen. So anyway, that's that. That that sermon was fantastic by by Mario uh, Murillo. Uh, fantastic. Um, it, it is time. I love what Mario said, too. He goes, you know, we've been singing, there's an army rising up. Uh-huh. He goes, we've been singing that for, for 20 years. He goes, I still haven't seen the army rise up. <laughs> right. So he goes, we need to start making what we've been singing about for 20 years uh-huh. become a reality. Right. So let's stop just singing about an army rising up yeah. and let's see the army rise up. Amen. It's time. Let's
6: do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the boy band, pretty mm. pastor to go bye-bye. We need John Wayne pastors now. <laughs> we, need, we need Braveheart pastors. Yes. You know those movies that, 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 that guys like? It's, that's the kind of pastors and Christian leaders and parishioners that we need now. Mm-hmm. We don't need the cute little boy band pastors with skinny jeans and yep. spiky hair and yep. they're all cool There's and
9: tickling ears. Tickling ears Bible talks about
2: motivational speeches for sermons.
9: Yeah, one one thing Mario Marillo said in the sermon we we're listening today was so cool. What a punch. He said, he goes, Most pastors are so scared and they're avoiding any of the offensive topics and issues. And he said their congregations don't even know the difference between a biblical message and a slip of paper from from a uh, fortune cookie.
2: Fortune cookie sermons. Yep. He was taught Tony Robbins sermons. You can't yep. tell the difference between Tony Robbins and, 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 a, and
9: a true a, biblical message.
2: Yeah. And... And he talked about how pastors won't speak out regularly and publicly and teach their people what is the problem with abortion. Right. So we have all these maybe new converts that that have become liberals because they don't think abortion is any big deal. It's just one. Mm-hmm. It's just another issue. They might even they might think yeah. it's wrong, but they don't understand it's an actual holocaust right. that the church is being silent about. Yep biblical marriage morality is a big deal in scripture you're, you're an avid bible reader. Oh, let me ask you yeah. is morality a big deal
9: it is a big deal very big deal
2: how, how how big of a deal is it? Is it just like is it a top 10 deal in scripture
9: it's serious it morality is serious
2: and preachers, we don't preach morality as a way to get to heaven. You get to heaven one way through faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross as a sacrifice for sin. That That is the only way one enters into the kingdom of heaven. But there is morality. The kingdom of heaven is a moral kingdom. Mm-hmm. And sexual immorality is not tolerated in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And it should not be... It, it, it should not be tolerated in this nation either. Our laws should be based on God's moral law. In fact, the Declaration of Independence talks about nature's God and nature's law. Well, I'm sorry, two men is not nature's law.
6: Uh-huh.
2: True. Nature itself. Yep. And, I, and I love how they put uh, nature in there. They meant God, the Judeo-Christian God of heaven who created the heavens and the earth. But they use the terminology, nature's God, meaning our God, our Christian God, and nature's law. Mm -hmm. God puts certain laws in a nature, and one of those laws, are morality and and our our nation's... When immorality spreads, it destroys a nation. It
9: does. It does. Last time, I don't know if it was last time or recently, when we were in Spokane for um, a TCAP service... I was, we were driving down Division, which is like the main road um, in Spokane. And there was this big, huge billboard up and it said in big letters, love is love. And of course it had all the different types of relationships like portrayed up on the billboard. There was like, it was a big LGBTQ promotion and and big letters, love is love. And, And I told Ken, I said, you know, I wanna put a billboard up behind that that says, Sin is sin because basically, Ooh, what they're saying is sin is love, mm. and so it, it's an attack against the biblical uh, morality, the biblical idea of morality that we're taught in the Bible. And, uh, but yeah, that, that's, and sin the is not love. Right no, it's not.
2: Sin is not love. That, that's lust. That is selfish. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's your own selfish yeah. living for yourself. You, you,
6: mm-hmm.
2: you know, um, love is not the world's definition of love is not love. Only the Bible definition of love is love. And Jesus yeah. showed what love was mm-hmm. and it wasn't satisfying his own lust. Right.
9: Right. In fact, the, if you love someone, and you're concerned about their well-being the biggest threat to someone's well-being is sin so you can't promote mm. sin with somebody that you quote unquote love because you are causing them to participate in the biggest threat and danger to them
2: jesus so so you participating and causing somebody else to stumble in a sexually immoral sin is actually sending them to hell. You're hating them. You're destroying their you soul.
9: Not call that love. That's hate.
2: That's hate. That's hate. What the world calls love is actually hate. Wow, good, good word, good message. And and, and Christians, in order to be loving, many Christians, Christians such as uh, 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 even Beth Moore and, and I'm so
9: disappointed in Beth. Oh, uh, Beth I used Moore. to listen to her. I oh, used, used to love. To like Beth. We used
2: to love Beth Moore. But, but, and she's not the only one. Many, many of these Christians have kind of poo-pooed LGBTQ. Like, you know what? We just need to love them. Let's not speak against that lifestyle. No, it is not love. Preachers should be speaking out against that lifestyle. We. Of course, we love those people. Yeah. I, they're welcome. We love them. We—that's—that uh, should be a given for a Christian. Mm-hmm. Jerk yeah. is not a gift of the Spirit. Being a jerk, being rude is not a gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. We, so we're kind to everybody. Mm-hmm. But we, morality is destroying this land, right. Right. and preachers, CNN is justifying everything. The mainstream media is justifying everything, and and preachers are are not. Preaching morality, avoiding. they're avoiding. avoiding. They're avoiding. That's a good way to put it. Avoiding, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's and that complicitness is destroying our country. Um, uh, Planned Parenthood. Speaking of abortion and things like that, Planned Parenthood sent out a letter. They, you, you are actually on their email list, right?
9: I've asked repeatedly to for them to take me off their mailing list, but <laughs> keep me on Planned
2: Parenthood. <laughs> keep sending my wife their emails and 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 let me uh, read to you what planned parenthood sent my wife she keeps asking for them <laughs> to remove us and they won't and here's what planned parenthood uh says about us um they said this they said I'm reading from a letter it says our patients have been enduring the growing intimidating presence of protesters who subscribe to the extreme ideology of groups like the Church at Planned Parenthood, that's us, on a daily basis. Now listen to what they say about TCAP or the Church at Planned Parenthood, which, by the way, is a pro-life movement where we worship, pray, preach, and give, all right? Here's what they said. TCAP is part of a growing movement. Yay! Woohoo! Even Planned Parenthood, Recognizes that TCAP is growing and Ooh, spreading amazing. across the land. Yes. In fact, we got one coming up in Georgia. Atlanta yeah. next Friday yeah, it's night.
9: Coming Friday. North
2: Atlanta. If you can get there, Six please. O'clock. It's, it's it's being run by a 20 year old. It's amazing. Uh, uh, he's not a kid anymore. He seems like a kid to me, He's a, he, but he's a young adult, a 20 year old. His name is Andrew Weavery. He's leading it. We're just going to support him. Yeah. He asked us to say a few things and maybe even sing a song or so, mm-hmm. but but it's his deal. But anyway, here's what they said. It's a growing movement. Praise Thank God. God. Thank you, Planned Parenthood, for telling everybody that TCAP is a growing movement. Mm-hmm. And then he said, it's a growing movement. That's the good part. That is about political power. Okay, cool. We want the power politically. We do. Because... <laughs> if the left is in power, insanity rules. Mm -hmm. Good is bad and bad is good. Mm -hmm. And the Bible Mm -hmm. says, when the righteous rule, the city rejoices. Mm -hmm. So yes, we want political power. And aren't you thankful for a country that allows us to get involved in our nation Mm -hmm. and and we the people can have political power? Praise God for that. But they said that we're about political power, spreading hate, Mm. and inciting acts of violence. Mm. Really?
6: Violence? Am I
2: violent? Are you insane? I Valencia, like, I need to talk I don't, to you.
9: I don't think I even... I'm going
2: to publicly <laughs> confront you. I mean, you. you've
9: been married to me for almost 27 years. I don't think I even know how to yell. Well, you've do been... You,
2: do I, do I you know, know what? how to yell? Have
9: you ever heard you've me yell? You've been
2: singing in almost every teacup. Yeah. I, I think your singing is inciting great inciting violence, violence. <laughs> against Planned Parenthood. But those knuckleheads, Planned Parenthood, they're a bunch of knuckleheads. They lie. They absolutely lie without shame. But, you know, they murder life in the womb. That's not slander. That's the truth. They murder life in the womb for money. Anybody that will do that for money and be a part of that kind of industry, you know, why wouldn't they tell stupid, horrible lies? So, yeah. I'll go on. They spread hate and incite acts of violence. I think that's you doing that. Must be. The hate they preach in the name of religion causes their indoctrinated followers to act out and cause harm and trauma to staff, patients, and communities. Okay, first of all, none of our TCAP quote-unquote followers, which they're not really followers, TCAP is filled with people who aren't following necessarily. There's a little, I mean, obviously they're be, they're being a part of it, but they all have their own convictions. Mm-hmm. People like Christine Stuckelmeyer, mm-hmm. she doesn't come out because she's following us. She comes out because she has been convicted for many, many, many years about yeah. Yeah. The, snuffing out life mm-hmm. in the womb for money. It's a horrible human life, killing human life for money. She is convicted about that. And so we started, uh, we gave a way for her to express that, Uh speak out for those that have no voice in a godly way with spiritual warfare, preaching, singing, praying, giving. And so she's like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. So we facilitated her, but she's just not like following us blindly and us indoctrinating her that abortion is a sin. No, many, many people believe abortion is a sin and TCap is a way that we can express it and be a voice, because mm-hmm. because hardly anybody's going to Planned Parenthood these days. Hardly anybody. Right. And this gets Christians out to the scene of the crime, mm-hmm. which I think is important, because mm-hmm. we for many years didn't go out to the scene of the crime. We, didn't. we would we were in our churches and, yeah. and we would vote Republican, but we wouldn't go to the scene mm-hmm. of the crime.
6: Right,
2: right. What is it? What does it do? What? What is the difference between just worshiping in our church and praying in our church? Because so many people, even the mayor of Spokane, the lame rhino mayor of Spokane, Mm. called us into the principal's office in the the city hall of Spokane and said to you and I, why don't you just pray in your church? That's what she said. What's her name? I can't remember. She's the mayor of Spokane. She used to be a news reporter. And she reprimanded us for causing all this for killing the grass. So they were, she was mad that we were killing the grass. They're killing babies. She didn't care about the fact that they were killing babies. She cared more about, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah. She cared more that we were killing the grass and that we were, and they're killing babies. And she says, why don't you just pray for the unborn in your church? What's the difference, hun, between praying in the church and, and being out there?
9: Well, for one, it makes it so much more real when you're out there on their premises, it just really sinks in what's happening. And almost every time I go out there, I can't help but, but cry because when you're in your church, you know, you're kind of preoccupied with other things and other things are on your mind and you're looking at things, but when you're there and you're facing, you're, you know, facing uh, right, you're, you're up close and facing that Planned Parenthood building the realization just hits you. What's going on? And it's also a place where you feel an evil presence, mm. so strong. You feel the conflict, and it, it does get you in the fight. Just yeah. being out there on the ground. And I remember the first time we ha- when when you announced to the church that we were going to start a church at Planned Parenthood, I kind of freaked out a little bit. Like I wanted to do it. I felt the same conviction that we need to do something. But, but my heart was like pounding for months knowing that we were gonna go out there and just standing Scary. on the property. I just thinking about doing that was so scared. I had to like psych myself mm. up for it, like we're gonna do this. And um, so it does it, it becomes very real when you get out there and you can't avoid, you can't miss what's going on when you're out there looking at mm. it. And so I think that's so important to, to actually stand on the property, to get out there, to pray, mm-hmm. and to intercede, and uh, to do something.
2: And it plays offense. It takes it to the enemy. Instead mm-hmm. of being always in the background and being the ones that receive the punch, it's a way to apply the hit in a spiritual way. Because they they hate it when you sing and pray there. Right. They're suing us. Right. Um, not because we're disrupting their their their. Business yeah. of murder uh, of human life in the womb—they're uh, not suing us because we're affecting that. I mean, we might be affecting that, but not directly. It would be an indirect God affecting it. They're suing us because they cannot stand it. They don't like—they don't like what Christians stand for. They don't like that we think that they're murdering, mm-hmm. which I don't know what else you would call taking human life. For money, just because it's in the womb, you, you realize, you, I, I know you know this, but you murder a baby in the womb one day before it's born, and, and it's okay. It's okay. And and these Democrats that are in office right now, um, they, they want abortion all the way up to the, the point of birth. Now it's wrong at any point. It's still the snuffing out of human life at any point from conception to the to the birth. But Planned Parenthood is accusing us of of causing uh, of indoctrinating our followers to act out and cause harm and trauma to staff, patients, and communities. Have you ever heard of one incident where one of our quote unquote followers has ever acted out, as they would put it, to cause harm and trauma to staff, patients, and communities?
9: I can't think of any.
2: After two
9: and and a a half half years, years.
2: I've never heard of, we've never had one incident. Not one. Yeah.
9: There's a lot of incidences where the protesters (laughs) for Planned Parenthood... Have done this kind of stuff to us. Yeah, they're awful.
2: Yeah, they, <laughs> they just horrible. We've met the left up, up front,
9: close and personal. I don't, I don't
2: they're think most scary. of America understands yeah. the kind of evil mm-hmm. that we understand. They're not
9: innocent, harmless people. Who yeah, just want to be left alone. They're aggressive. Yeah, they
2: are bullies. The the, the, the quote unquote tolerant left mm. would love to kill Christians.
9: No tolerance.
2: If they could, they would. Yeah. I'm telling you that we've seen the hatred. Yeah. And, and, and you, lest you think I'm being extreme or, or or making something up, look at your Bible. Look what they did to Christians in the book of Acts. Look what they, Jesus said, if they hated me, they will hate you. Why? It's because of what we believe, what we stand mm-hmm. for. So, so of course they hate us. Mm-hmm. Of course they hate us. Yeah. So Anyway, that's that's Planned Parenthood is lying about us. I'm like horribly lying about us. It's absolute slander. Um, I'm I might sue them. I don't know. I'm I'm going to be talking with a lawyer. Or, you know, and and we'll we'll talk about can I sue them. Them accusing us of causing violence is so off base and they're using it to raise money. If you notice in that letter, they're saying, hey, because of this evil TCAP that Mm -hmm. is causing people to act out violently, which is lie, 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 lie. Mm -hmm. Because of that, you need to give us money. So they lie, 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 slander about us. And then Mm -hmm. they ask for donations because of us. These folks you need to understand the, the the evil that has been unleashed on our nation we are i don't want to be uh, discouraging but we are in trouble yep and and the church has got to wake up now we're under it's attack that, we are, we under, are attack.
6: under
9: attack we are
2: under attack we are absolutely under attack we wouldn't have said this 20 years ago even though it was true right. 20 years ago right. but it's at the point now where where the frog in the pot is almost Unable to, to jump, jump out. because it's, it's at the point of boil. Yeah. And that's why we started Patriot Church. That's why we mm-hmm. started the church at Planned Parenthood because we feel an urgency mm-hmm. in our spirit that if we don't decisively mm-hmm. do things now, active now, yeah. then, uh, then, then it'll be too late. I don't think it's too late yet. I have, I have hope. It's not too late.
9: With God, all things are possible.
2: It's not too late. All right, but we need black robe regiment kind of preachers. We need pastors to quit building their own churches and start fighting for this country or they won't have a country to build a church in. Right. They'll be doing church in the woods. Some people are, you know, the, the woke Christians are like, oh, that'd be cool. They they think persecution. No, it wouldn't be cool. This country was founded by people who didn't think it was cool that they had to have church in the woods and hide and they were persecuted. They couldn't raise their kids how they wanted to raise their kids. People think think persecution is some sort of cool and, and no, it's not. No, it's not. The pilgrims and the Puritans didn't think it was cool. They risked their lives coming over on the Mayflower and and then so many other ships and, and boats and many of them died. Many of them died because they felt like religious freedom was worth it. All right. Amen. It it was worth many people's lives. It's uh-huh. still worth everything today. Yes. It's it's uh, you know, so it's, it's urgent time. All right. So, Hey, here's some, here's some good news. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. if We're a, we're a downer. We're, we're, we're not trying to get anybody down. We feel great hope, but we are trying to wake everybody up. We're trying to wake up the church. Mm-hmm. My, I believe that my, one of my gifts is just to stir up the church, wake up the sleeping giant. Cause if the church would ever wake up, if the preachers would firm up and, 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 uh, the sleeping giant would arise yeah. then then we we could win mm-hmm. and and so i know that so i'm i'm trying to stir up the church but here's some really good news all right in arkansas yay arkansas in arkansas they passed a law like i think it actually passed it it passed and was signed wow that made abortion illegal in Arkansas, God. I mean, there's a little bit of an exception clause in there, mm-hmm. but they didn't even put an exception clause in there for rape wow. and, 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 or incest,
9: Amazing.
2: which they shouldn't have an exception for rape and incest. It's not mm-hmm. the baby's fault right. if they were a product of rape. Yeah. And just because you're a product of rape doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you aren't a soul that God loves and That's cares right. for. That's it should right. not be destroyed right. because of a rapist. Mm-hmm. If anybody should be destroyed, it should be the rapist. Right, right. The rapist is not innocent. Right. The baby is innocent. Yeah. Don't kill the innocent. That mm-hmm. doesn't no. make any sense yeah. to to punish the innocent. He's
9: nailing the wrong person. Yeah,
2: punish the guilty. The yes. one that that has no justification for this. So that's yeah. exciting, isn't it? That
9: is really exciting. I love it. I love celebrating good news. There's not a lot to celebrate these days, but when you get something, you gotta really celebrate. So praise the Lord.
2: Amen, and, and and there there's stuff happening. I just want to encourage you to on, on on this note. I want to encourage you that there are things happening behind the scenes that just because you're not hearing about it, all right. Uh, part of it is because they want it to be secret, all right. But we are in a little bit of the know. I'm not saying we're you know, like we're anything cool, or any, but we do have friends in high places, all right. And I'm telling you. There are things happening that we cannot even speak of, uh, except generally. And I'll, and I'll say this because this is public knowledge: there is a new social media platform that 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 uh, the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, my friend, Mike Lindell, is uh, is teaming up with other people. Thank God! And we need to pray for their protection because yeah. I, I know the enemy would like to. Take them out. Mm-hmm. And so we need to pray for Mike Lindell. We need to yeah. pray for President Trump. Mm-hmm. That God would keep him healthy in his older uh, age. He's, yeah. he's what is he, 74? 70, yeah, 70. 70-something.
9: 70 I think, 70 something. I think yeah,
2: President Trump, 70s. and I call him yeah. President Trump because he's actually still the president. Yeah. All right? He
6: won.
9: Uh,
2: he won. He should be, the we the people spoke, and, yeah. and, and we said President Trump. But uh, anyway, he's not in the White House. All right? Uh, because... Uh, Because of corruption, because of lack of integrity, because of immorality in this nation, and because of people that that do not have a moral compass, they don't care if he was actually elected. And so, But I will tell you that we need to pray for President Trump, Mike Lindell, Mm -hmm. and people connected with them who are working on big things. And I'm telling you, there are big things coming down the pike. We are going to make a comeback in Jesus' name. Um, yes, we have an incredible enemy right now uh, of leftism and socialism, which t- eventually will turn into communism. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have these great enemies in our country right now. But we also have many, many good Christian patriots who, who love the original principles of this country. And l- listen, listen, you are not a Christian nationalist if you love this country, you are a God and country, God fearing American, and do not accept the shame of that. It is not a sin. Amen. It is not a sin to love one's country. John Adams loved his country. George Washington behind me loved his country. He risked it all for this country. And we, we honor them today. The red on the flag. The red on the American flag is the symbol of blood that has been spilled. I love the soldiers uh, on that picture, right, right behind you, um, right underneath the red, because that that's that red stands for their blood that was spilled so we could have freedom. And people want to people want to uh, illegit or delegitimize delegitimize this country as a Christian nation because. Of slavery. Now listen, slavery came from Europe. You got to understand where slavery came from. Slavery came from Europe. The people that settled this land were Europeans. It was part of their culture. It was a very bad, evil part of their culture. And thank God for William Wilberforce and and John Wesley and and guys like that in England that put an end to it there. Praise God for them. But the guys that came over here from England, all right, and from Europe, slavery was part of their culture and it was hypocritical. And Abigail Adams said that to John. She goes, in one of her letters, she goes, it's hypocritical for us to talk about life and liberty for all and, and all men being created equal. It's hypocritical for us to talk about life For all and liberty for all when they have enslaved others.
9: That's
2: right. So there was hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was hypocrisy. All right. But if they would have been integral with their founding documents and actually gave life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to all. Like the documents were right. The principles were right. They just didn't live it out. Mm, right. The principles of America were right. Mm. But there was hypocrisy. They didn't live it out. They they did not, they weren't integral with the Declaration of Independence that said there are certain inalienable rights that, that God has given to all of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And all means all. Right, And they, they, they excused the the culture of slavery which was disobeying the golden rule they, and it was hypocrisy they excused mm-hmm. it and that was terrible that's mm-hmm. called sin yeah but that doesn't mean the values and the documents i mean these guys were these men were brilliant men many of them christian and many of them were christians and owned slave like like the famous george whitfield
6: mm.
2: he owned slaves mm. wow um, many and they it, it was part of their culture. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. it was horrible, and thank God for Eng- man, England led the way. I wish mm-hmm. America would have done better. Right. I wish they wouldn't have been hypocrites so so there was there was a hypocrisy there, but that doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bath water mm-hmm. you 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 love your child, it's a good child, you put them in the bath, and dirt comes off the baby. And you throw out the bathwater. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And slavery was bathwater. And thank God for men like Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And 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 just many, many black and white Americans who fought to get it right. And thank God we have a country where you can change laws. Mm-hmm. And you can get it right. Mm-hmm. So um, because of slavery, that does not eliminate the fact that this country was a miracle of God and God established this country to give freedom around the world. You know, Ronald Reagan said something recently. He said, um, and I, and I, and I put it on my Facebook uh, page. He said this, he said, America is the last stand for freedom. Yeah. If America falls, freedom Mm. around the world Mm. is over. True. So, when we fight for America, you know, these Christian nationalists fighting for America, yeah. when you fight for America, you are not just fighting for America. You're fighting
9: the, for the world.
2: You're fighting for the world. If America falls, China takes over. Mm-hmm. If America falls, Russia takes over. If, if America falls, communism, socialism, totalitarianism, it, everything that, that is evil, the orcs, uh, uh, from Lord of the Rings, they completely take over. And, and then, well, the good news is uh, Christ will be returning at that point. That's the good news, all right? Yeah. But we shouldn't try to speed up the coming of Christ with foolishness. Where to, the Bible says, occupy mm-hmm. till he comes, yep. not let it go to pop. Yep. All right? So that's to be our mentality. Yep. We work, we fight, we occupy till Jesus comes. Amen. Well, that's that's uh the things that I have on our agenda uh for today for Patriot Squad any any uh, final word?
9: No, that was good preaching though. Yeah, good. I kind of that? got
2: I kind of got going uh, a little bit. Um well, you but you will get uh, to preach
9: tomorrow at church cuz we have a guest speaker. So yep. I he kind of got a sermon. Tonight. Yes. Thanks for listening. And
2: thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to try to do this every Saturday night. I hope you join us. I hope, I hope you, you know, ask questions or make comments. We, we want to, we want to connect with you through this time. Um, we miss all of our church mates from Spokane. And so this is a way that we can connect with Spokane and Moses Lake. And, and, uh, and then also with our church people here at Patriot Church and, and, uh, so in our church at Planned Parenthood partners from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you for all of you. Thank you. Um, we're nothing special, but we're just trying to do our part. We're trying to do with whatever God has given us. We're trying to invest it and multiply it in Jesus name. Cause that's what we're supposed to do, yeah. right? You don't yeah. bury what you got. All right. Even if you yeah. have one, mm-hmm. you might feel like you only got one. All right. There's a warning to those with the one. You might feel like you don't have influence. You have a little bit. Yeah. all right. You have one at least. Nobody has zero. Nobody has zero. Everybody at least has one. Make sure you don't bury that one. Mm-hmm. Use that one. You be a voice with your one. Okay. We might be two. Others might be five. It doesn't matter. You use what you have. You invest it. You multiply it. You grow it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Hey Han, could you uh, close us in, in prayer? Let's let's close this in prayer. Why don't you pray for us?
9: Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you tonight and we thank you for our country, we thank you for our nation, Lord. We just pray that that your hand would be upon us, Lord, and, and we've been complacent, we have compromised. Lord, we we are, are sowing now from from just things we've avoided, things that we haven't dealt with, things that we haven't stood for. And Lord, we just pray for your mercy. We repent, Lord. We ask for your divine intervention on our country, Lord. I pray that you would awaken hearts, Lord. Awaken lives, Father. I pray that soldiers would arise even in the month of March, Lord. We just declare that we march forward to victory with your hand upon us, Lord. May we look to you May we be obedient to you, Lord. May we be strong and courageous, not fearful about our own lives and and what's going to happen to us, Lord, but may we just abandon wholeheartedly and completely to you and to the work that you have called us to, Lord. We just pray that you would bring a light where there has been so much darkness that has flooded our nation and the world. Lord, we just pray that your light would flicker and Lord, that it would catch a fire in our hearts, Lord, and that righteousness would shine, that righteousness would reign, Lord, that that your ways would prevail, Father, that you would turn this nation around. Lord, we love you and we keep our faith and uh, we will persevere and uh, we just thank you for your help and that we can call upon you and we do call upon you tonight, Lord, hear our cries and intervene in Jesus' name,
2: Amen. Amen, Amen. And Lord, bless every person that that that's in the fight. Protect them, keep them healthy. We pray for President Trump, Mike Lindell, and 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 those that are leading the charge, Lord, uh, to to save this nation. And uh, God, I pray that you would save this land. And I pray that that preachers would begin to become the black robe regiment like never before that a prophetic voice would arise in the church of jesus christ lord raise up your army like that song says there's an army rising up lord we want to see that army actually rise up do it lord uh quickly in the name of jesus we pray amen amen Amen. thank you everyone for joining us and and we hope to see uh well we get to see everybody maybe next saturday Mm -hmm. we'll see i know we got a lot of friends in town and we got we we got a big Patriot conference. We we got the uh, we got a big yeah. It's a Patriot conference. We got Joshua Fearstein coming and and uh, Pastor Steve Spear and and people from all over are coming in uh, to Pastor Sharam Hadian's uh, Patriot conference uh, right at our Patriot Church co- uh, facility, I believe. So that's yep. next week. If you can be a part of that, jump in. Be a part of that next weekend. All right. Uh, we want you to be a part of that, all right? We love you. God bless you. Thank you for everyone who uh, joined with us tonight. Uh, we are so thankful for, for all those that are, like we like to say, in, the, in fight. the fight. You're either in the fight or you're not, all right? You're either in the fight or you're not in the fight. And we, we just applaud and appreciate every single one of you that is in the fight at whatever level of authority that God has given you to walk in right now. God bless you. you guys. Grace and peace, as my buddy Steve Camp would say. Wait, I got uh, oh, yeah. to end with our
9: music. We got to
2: end with our music. That was cool. that wasn't very well done. <laughs> I need to do better at that. But uh, let's see. My, my friend Jeff Dornick uh, uh, gave me this info. There it is. All right. Love y'all. Here's, Here's the outro. Peace, love, joy. Make sure you're at, you're at church tomorrow. Every American. Needs to go to church.
9: Set your thoughts
2: forward. Don't forget. Yeah, and find a good church. Find a patriot pastor. Find a black robe regiment pastor. Everybody needs to leave the churches with the sissy pastors, with the guys that are avoiding. They don't want to talk about stuff. You know, they don't want to address the issues going on our land. Leave that church. All right, go. Make a statement. I don't care if he's been your preacher for 25 years. If he's a if he's a weakling, if he's a coward, go. Get out of there. Find a good pastor. Find a good church. I can help you with that. You message me. And, uh, yeah, get there. Go to church tomorrow morning. And you said it, right? Set your clocks forward. forward. All right?
9: Spring forward tomorrow.
2: Spring forward. Don't be late. All right? Don't be late for church. All right? Love y'all. Peace. Bye-bye.
7: Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well being. Do you know your status? SurgeGNR can help with free HIV testing, at home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at surgegnr.com. Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well being. Do you know your status? SurgeGNR can help with free HIV testing, at home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at surgegnr.com.
0: Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes.
6: From one amazing tune to the other.
8: It's TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. Today, a super exciting talk about how we could get where we want to go so much faster in the near future. Engineer and technologist Josh Geigel lays out the latest developments in a revolutionary idea for infrastructure that meets the needs of the 21st century. As he says in his 2021 talk from Ted Monterey, it has the potential to transform the way we live. You wouldn't put your teen athlete on the same field as the pros, so why would you take them to the same doctor? Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is Georgia's only nationally ranked program for teen athletes. Visit today at choa.org/teens. Ted Talks Daily is brought to you by Amazon Web Services. How can we fix homelessness? How do we create a more sustainable earth? What does exploring space look like today? These are some of the big questions with big solutions that you'll hear about on a podcast called Fix This. In this series from Amazon Web Services, you'll hear directly from problem solvers tackling some of the world's largest challenges. So get inspired. Subscribe to the Fix This podcast by AWS Today on Spotify and your other favorite podcast platforms.
4: Imagine you're planning a trip up the coast. But instead of driving, you decide to hop into a vehicle shaped like a giant aluminum can. Your heart pounds as you strap yourself in. The air is stagnant. Beads of sweat are pooling on your brow as you prepare to launch. The vehicle starts to move. Before you know it, you're going 500 miles an hour, and you hope that the people in control know what they're doing. Turns out that's just your average airplane experience. And 118 years ago, before the Wright brothers' first flight, the thought of humans flying was inconceivable. It was crazy, even. Yet today, we get into a plane 30,000 feet above the ground and think nothing of it. A year after the Wright brothers' historic first flight, another inventor, an American physicist named Robert Goddard, proposed an entirely new form of transportation, the VAC train. He envisioned a high-speed mass transit system where people would travel on the ground with little to no air resistance inside of a tube, what we call a Hyperloop. So for those of you unfamiliar with the Hyperloop, this is the chance we get to geek out together a bit. So Hyperloop is a transit system that has a vehicle called a pod inside of a tube about the same size as a subway tunnel, where we suck most but not all of the air out of it, be the equivalent of flying at about 200,000 feet of altitude. This allows us to glide at airline speeds without turbulence for a fraction of the energy consumption, about one-tenth, to be precise, of an aircraft. And that's important, because we as humans have an innate need for speed. But this obsession with speed and volume is destroying the planet around us. In fact, in the United States, the transportation industry is the single largest contributor to greenhouse gas emissions. A Hyperloop system can begin to change this trend before the end of the decade by transforming short-haul journeys and commutes from hours to minutes. Our system is inspiring a new category of companies dedicated to bringing this to life. But it's going to take more than just vision. History is full of ideas that have flopped and flourished, and this one's just too important for us to not get right. So I am an engineer, and I am insatiably curious and always love a good problem. So in 2013, when Elon Musk released the Hyperloop Alpha white paper, of course I was going to give it a read. It sketched out an idea with an open invitation for anyone to take it from a concept and design it to reality. We decided to not only make it tangible, but make it safe, sustainable, and economically viable. And we were so convinced that we could make it work that I quit my job to build it. I thought I was being optimistic. My wife, on the other hand, she thought I was completely delusional. Either way, we heard over and over that building a functional hyperloop was unrealistic. But for each no we heard, we dove deeper and deeper into the science and the engineering and showed that it was, in fact, possible. But it was going to be no easy feat for us to build something that had never existed. So our early prototypes started with the traditional concept that maglev uses. That is, where the track controls the vehicle. But something about that just wasn't quite right for a Hyperloop system. So for months, I had been noodling on how to make our system future-proof, and while I was on a bike ride in the mountains above Los Angeles, I came around a bend. A 1933 Ford Roadster, followed by a Tesla Model S, passed me. Those two cars are light years different, in technology, yet they drive on the same passive road. And there it was. Smart vehicle, dumb road. Or in the case of a Hyperloop, smart pod, dumb tube. So technology has made it possible that a car can be modular, upgradable, and future-proof, while the road, the road stays pretty much the same. And so for a Hyperloop, our tube is passive and simple, like the road, but our modular pods can evolve as technology advances, just like the automobile. So we now had our vision. The next thing we had to do is assemble the team. So we've all seen a Mission Impossible movie, and there's always a scene in those movies where someone lays out a task or a plan calmly. But what they lay out just is completely and totally insane. So for a Hyperloop, our mission that we've chosen to accept is to build the world's largest vacuum structures, devise new passive magnetic guideways, create pods capable of withstanding a space environment powered by next-generation batteries while levitating using state-of-the-art magnetic levitation while quietly accelerating using the world's most efficient linear electric motor. (laughs) Everyone turns to the engineer. I have to make that possible, or we have to make that possible. Luckily for us, we have more than just one of those engineers. We have a few hundred that have designed reusable rockets, spaceships, autonomous aircraft, electric vehicles, AI systems, and loads of other cool things. And after building that system, we've created a test track in the deserts outside of Las Vegas, where we've operated the system over 500 times and had countless other tests on our subsystems. But there was one test, one test, that was going to be the defining moment for Hyperloop technology the first passengers in the vehicle. And we were going to do it with regular people that didn't need years of training and experience to set foot inside of a space capsule. So by October of 2020, we had run hundreds of tests. We had an independent safety auditor give us the green light, but still it was nerve-wracking. And on November 8th, 2020, we made our first attempt. So at our test site, my colleague Sara and I climbed into that can-like vehicle, suspended by magnetic levitation at a near-vacuum environment, and the countdown began. In those 15 seconds, we showed the world that what was deemed ludicrous over 100 years ago was, in fact, possible. And that brief moment has opened so many doors for us. We've had conversations in the US, Europe, India, the Middle East about building Hyperloop systems in the next 10 years. This is a start of a systemic change in the way we travel. Simply put, society has moved forward as we've moved faster. The railroad ushered in the industrial revolution, the airplane forever changed the way we move. But today, we're at an inflection point. Nations around the world are looking for ways to reduce carbon emissions. But at the same time, we need to get where we're going in minutes, not hours. We also need to invest in infrastructure that can meet the needs of the 21st century and beyond. And so my hope for a Hyperloop system is that it can transform the way that we live. We can live where we want to live, work where we want to work. We can create a world in which your daughter who lives in Los Angeles can go surfing in Santa Cruz and be home in time for lunch, a world in which 150 million people can live in Mumbai and travel to Panay, the equivalent distance of Philadelphia to New York, in 30 minutes, not four hours while saving 1.1 million tons of pollution each and every year. The last century started with two people riding on a plane, and it ended with millions of people flying all over the world. This decade started with two people riding on a Hyperloop system. And my hope is that by the end of it, you'll ride one too. Thank you.